0: Yo, today's QOT is, there is no point at which getting richer makes you sadder. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got Dan Gilbert on the show today. And today, Dan is going to share what the scientific research says about money and happiness. And I think you might be kind of shocked. Here's Dan.
1: What about money? I won't even ask you, does money make you happy? I did a television show where I stood on Boston Common, a big park, and asked passersby, sir, do you think money can buy happiness? And almost to the person, I get the responses back, like, you know, from a Hallmark greeting card. Oh, no, money can't buy happiness. No, true happiness comes from, and then they name their favorite thing, God, love, children, whatever. Okay. well, they're all wrong. Money absolutely, clearly buys happiness. (laughs) Here's a very here, here is a very typical curve for the relationship between money and happiness. Notice two things. There is no point at which getting richer makes you sadder. No point on the curve. Okay? Each dollar buys more happiness, but notice another thing. Somewhere on this curve, it gets harder and harder to get happiness out of money. There's what statisticians call an inflection point, a point where the curve starts to flatten. It never flattens completely, but it gets pretty flat, and it's harder to get more happiness out of money. Where is that magical point? A hundred million dollars a year, 500 million? Uh, again, studies differ, but probably somewhere between 40 and 70 thousand dollars per year. And you can do the translation into shekels if you need to. It's not a bad salary, but it's certainly not a king's salary. The question about curves like this, and this is a very well-replicated phenomenon. The question is, why? Is money just inherently the kind of thing that once you have enough, you've got enough, and there's just nothing more you can do with it? Is it it like pancakes? You eat one, it's great. Two, it's fantastic. Three, you're starting to get full. By five, you don't want any more. That's one theory. The other possibility is that if money doesn't continue to make you happy, then you're not spending it right. And in a sense, that must be true, because money is the ability to do almost anything a human being could want to do, so why shouldn't it keep increasing your happiness? One answer is that people do lots of the wrong things with money. I'll give you just one example from some research of mine. Uh, I don't have much time, so I won't go into detail, but this is a study in which we actually measure how happy people are as they are going about a variety of daily activities. And you can see here, working, commuting, watching television, talking, having sex, resting. You can ask me later, how do you know how happy they are when they're having sex? We know. We actually know. (laughs) Okay, now, here's data that won't surprise you. People like having sex more than going to work. Big discovery, right? Headline of tomorrow's paper. Of course we like having sex more than going to work, and talking is more fun than commuting. Everybody knows this. But here's the interesting data point. Here's how happy people are when they're resting about as happy as they are when they're working and not even as happy as when they're just watching television. Now, the reason I bring this, first of all, we know why this happens. When people are, rest, are resting, when they're doing nothing, their minds wander. And when their minds wander, they generally wander to bad things, right? You barely, your mind doesn't wander to all the wonderful things that will happen to you. It wanders to that funny rash that you're going to have to go discuss with your doctor soon. So resting and doing nothing doesn't seem to be very pleasant. But what's interesting is if you ask people, imagine you won the lot, and you suddenly had millions of dollars, what would you do? Their answers are usually some form of rest, right? They, I I would go to the Hawaiian Islands and just lay in a hammock and look up at the blue sky, wrong answer. You should should watch TV and talk during sex. Put those (laughs) things together, you have happiness. But resting, wrong thing to do. We know a lot of things about how you should and shouldn't spend money, so for example, A number of studies suggest that people get more happiness buying experiences than material goods. Better to go on a vacation and have nothing to show for it but memories than to buy a new car that's a great deal of fun until it starts to rust in the driveway and you ultimately try to sell it to a neighbor spending money on other people rather than yourself. I'm not giving you a sermon. I'm not telling you to be altruists. I'm telling you that if you are a completely selfish human being who wants to increase his or her own happiness, you might try buying coffee for the person in back of you when you go to the coffee shop next time instead of buying a double latte for yourself. because. No matter what coffee you buy for yourself, you will enjoy it for a brief amount of time, but when you buy coffee suddenly, altruistically, for the person in back of you, you know, they'll break down weeping and thanking you, and you'll have a story to tell all day. I think the data are fairly convincing that spending on others brings you more happiness in some circumstances than spending on yourself. Finally, a number of studies suggest that You know, if you ask people, what would you do with a million dollars, they name the thing. And what they really ought to do is name 100,000 things that they would do. Because happiness turns out to depend less on the size of the joy you get than on the number of joys you get per day. When I first went to Harvard, I thought there would be untold joys about being a professor at Harvard. I would have this, I would have that. I would do all of these things. It never occurred to me that the great joy would be walking to work and walking home every single day. It's not a big joy, it's a little joy, but it reliably happens two times every day, seven days a week.
0: All right, that was Dan Gilbert closing out the week. You can pick up his book, Stumbling on Happiness in the QOD Bookstore at qodbooks.com. If you want to watch that entire talk, it's a really good one. It's on YouTube. It is called Professor Dan Gilbert, The Science of Happiness, which Your Mother Didn't Tell You. That is it for me. I hope you enjoyed this week's clips and I will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Peace.